What's up, guys? What? 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 Did you step on something? Oh, man. I think... What? Did you get bit? I got bit by the brand new Park Rats episode. Oh, a brand new Park Rats episode. And a special one that it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Is it? Is it? Absolutely. It absolutely is. Um, What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Park Rats podcast. Uh, You're here with Josh and... Matt. And, um, and yeah, we kind of have a crazy one today. So... If you're listening to the audio, that's great. Love it. If you're watching us on um, on on any of the social media or whatever that we're posting today, we're kind of in like a dark room. We're switching things up. Maybe mm-hmm. the audio sounds a little bit better. We're trying something out. But the lights that we had were like <laughs> really buzzing. buzzing. It's like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we're switching it out. So it kind of looks like we're in a campfire. Yeah, so we want to we wanted to change up the aesthetic. So yeah. I mean, like. We're not aesthetic-driven people, but I mean, like that's what that's what uh that that's, that's what, what it works. Be. So that's I mean, what it do. That's what it do. Um, but yeah. So if you are listening, just the audio on on Spotify, make sure to check out our Instagram and everything, and we'll be posting some highlights and some whatnot from this episode. But Absolutely. what is the episode today, Matt? What are we talking yeah, about? It's, it's actually a really special one. One of the first ideas we had once we mm-hmm. initially started this podcast mm-hmm. was to get one of our good friends over in the UK on mm-hmm. uh, to really talk about the process of being a J one. And what's a J one? J one. Well, so. I guess we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll get, get to that. To that. We'll, we'll jump right into it. But, yeah. But long story short, we're, we're going to have one of our buddies on, and he's going to give us a lowdown on, on his story on, on how he went from the UK all the way to Yosemite National Park mm-hmm. and the story of the 2018 summer. Yeah. It's um it's a bit different coming from a different country. Well, obviously, we're from the United States, so it's very easy to just kind of apply. It's just like getting any other job. But coming from... A different country you have to get um, a visa and you have to get a sponsorship and Dan's gonna talk about that process so if you are an international listener and you are curious about working in the national parks just stay tuned yeah stay tuned we'll give you all the info guys yeah and if you have any questions feel free to DM us on Instagram yeah. um, maybe on Facebook we probably won't respond because yeah, fuck please, Facebook why? don't do that if you've been <laughs> considering that right now don't don't stop. don't back up stop yeah leave stop <laughs> it get some help but anyways, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna dial gonna, up Dan. Yeah, we're gonna dial him up. Hacking into Dan. Hacking into Dan. I will send you right over to the UK, guys. All right. See you in a bit. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back. We're back, baby. We're back, and we got a very special guest on Zoom today. So he's he's pretty far away. Yeah, he's pretty far away. What what time is so, it over there? It's uh half six in the evening. Okay. So like six thirty PM. Nice. So who are you? Where are you from? <laughs> what's what's your story? What's your deal? Man, that's a deep question. <laughs> yeah. <Start with> fuck. <laughs> Come on, uh, so yeah, um Dan, I'm an artist and I live mm. in the United Kingdom for all of its gloomy and gray glory <laughs> beautiful spot yep makes me miss ireland but yeah it's not the same, not the same thing <laughs> yeah oh man ireland's a lot prettier i mm. i've never been to england so i can't really make that uh can't make that call in my perspective <laughs> but i'm gonna take your word for it i'll take your word for it <laughs> most definitely yeah all right um, then yeah like oh. so well we'll give a little backstory so so we met dan when we were working in yosemite in 2018 um one of the coolest dudes we've ever yeah, met. What like, a vibe. Such a cool dude. Human vibe. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I still have like a lot of your your um, sketches in my notebook from that from that summer. 
That's pretty cool, yeah. Long time I know, ago, I know. Man. They're gonna sell for millions now. It's great. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so so we kind of want to talk about. Well, we talked about our experience about working national park. We just as as U.S. citizens, we can kind of just log on to the website for the park, and you just kind of apply. It's a very yeah. well kind of straightforward process. And one of the major parts yeah. of that application is like, are you a U.S. citizen? Mm-hmm. Can you work in the United States? And obviously, me and Josh can just yeah. Like, yes, yeah. yes. But that doesn't go for everyone. Yeah, and a large portion of the park employees are. Um, no, definitely. As you as as it's called J ones, which is mm-hmm. the document um, or the visa that you're under. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, and people come yeah, from all over to to work in um, United States national parks. Yeah. Tom touched on it briefly in his mm-hmm. episode. He had a bunch of friends out in Yellowstone that were J ones, and again. That that's a like kind of a vague term because J ones come from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I mean Dan, uh, we were lucky enough to meet him through his J one in Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Dan, what was that process like getting that initial uh, visa? Like actually, before, even before that, like what made mm-hmm. you want to come to Yosemite National Park, or even just the United States yeah. in general? Yeah. Oh man, well, uh, yeah, I've been. I've been to the U.S. before when I was a mm-hmm. kid. I've been to Florida, so I know that's not a great memory <laughs> for the rest of the country. But, uh, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit wilder than I expected. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I um, I went there as a kid on holiday, and I, I just really liked it, dude. It was, like, mm-hmm. different. I don't know. It was the first time being anywhere mm-hmm. that was that different from where I was used to. And, like, you'd think it would be very similar, you know, but mm-hmm. speaking the same language and everything, but it's, like, night and day. So, uh, Florida's different. Yeah, that, it was always, kind of always in the back of my mind. And then um, when I was in university, uh, me and a friend of mine were always talking about, like, because we were doing an art course at the time, we we'll we'll joked about like moving to LA and joining Pixar, becoming like big <laughs> yeah. animators, and uh, <laughs> like as if it would be easy, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I tried to find a way to get here, and I noticed that like our country has some kind of agreement where you can just, if you're a student, and it's usually for people like in the middle of the studies. I finished mm-hmm. university and came over, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're a student, you're allowed to go and get the J-1 visa and go over there for, it's called cultural exchange, so okay. um, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to focus more on absorbing the culture than you are of, uh, working hard, so I definitely made sure to do that. Yeah, but, um, yeah for sure. It was, it was a weird process, so like, mm-hmm. yeah, go through a company, um, and they sort of take care of the flights, they take care mm-hmm. of the... Um, arranging appointments and stuff to talk through like because you've got to you've got to be sponsored to stay in the country legally so Mm. like well well to work there somebody has to take the fall if you mess up so um yeah it's it's it was kind of like every two weeks or something while i was over there you'd get somebody like hey do a survey hey tell us you're not doing anything wrong hey (laughs) you're still not doing anything wrong right (laughs) like because obviously they'd take a big fall for mm-hmm. any of the um, kids they're sponsoring getting into trouble and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they sort out the sponsor, they sort out the, um, the visa process, and basically I just had to travel down to the capital down in London and um, wait around in an embassy for about uh, three and a half hours. Oh my gosh. But other than that, man, it was just flights and yeah, getting there. But that, that, that part was obviously way easier. Yeah. <laughs> 
That freaking flight must have been yeah. rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's dude, man. Like I've never been in a more sterile building. I've been <laughs> in plenty of government buildings before, but that mm. yeah, yeah, just white walls, one person behind a desk, or then a, a line of windows. Just it was. It's kind of similar to getting my social security sorted in Fresno. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened there? Oh, dude. That's <laughs> all of the wonderful sights that Fresno has to offer on Oh, the yeah, way there, beautiful Fresno. Is, uh, yeah, that was kind of the cultural shock. You know, Yosemite's mm. a microcosm, and then you see the rest of California, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's like. Fresno yeah. was a big uh, indicator of that for sure. But yeah, just literally, again, sitting in an overly sweaty room, waiting for hours to sit at a window and interview with somebody who doesn't give a shit yeah they're just, yeah they're just trying to stamp a number on you that's, that's brutal though but i mean yeah. like the whitewashed uh mm-hmm. embassy is just so american like it's like, all for mind control yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like it's it's the difference man i'd go to the airports in like dublin i had to go to an airport in france i had to go to an airport like it, it, and obviously i've been to a few different countries before so like european airports warm and friendly you go to American airports and it's like you're coming up against the fucking military yeah. stand and yeah. they're like staring you down when they're checking mm-hmm. over your passports. Much, much more strict. Oh I was kind of shocked by it in all honesty. Yeah, and like the US customs, even coming from like Dublin and, and England is just brutal. It's mm-hmm. like these are the two of the, yeah, two of like the closest countries to us and they're still like, all right, let me stamp your passport. All right, let me look you in the eyes. Yeah. Tell me you're not a terrorist. Like it's just step, mm. step, step. step. <laughs> Finally, you get exactly. on the plane, and then you're, you're chilling. But it's like 45 <laughs> minutes, an hour go by. It's crazy, sir. What's in your butt? Yeah, well, <laughs> definitely, dude. Like just sitting waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, I'm curious to see what Canada's like because they're very similar, but I feel mm. like they'd be much more lax. Yeah, no, it's seriously. actually. Well, it depends, because I've driven into Canada a few times, and one time was just, like, super chill. It's like, you got any weed on you? And I was just like, no. You're like, all right, you're good. But then, and then there's one time I was driving into Canada, and the dude was, like, all over me. He was just, like, he, he was, like, had so many questions. I had this, like, I had this, like, sign with a bunch of lights on it, and he was like, what's that? Why yeah. is there batteries in it? Is that going to explode? I was like, no, no, dude. I'm just trying to go to, I'm just trying to, go to Montreal and hang out. He was like, what are you doing? In, what are you doing there? Are you meeting family? Are you meeting friends? Are you bringing back any illegal substances? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're locking it down. They, mm-hmm. Like Even during yeah. coronavirus, everything was just mm-hmm. like straight up closed. And now they're closing uh, on India and Pakistan um, passengers yeah. in Canada because of that new... Uh, we're not. That's sad, but oh. we're not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah that was definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to 2018. How long were you in um, California or just the United States that summer? Uh, it was six years. Uh, six years. Six yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. Were you in the park the whole time, yeah, or? No. Um, obviously, I was there for I want to say like a month, mm. and then the forest fire started, yep. so I ended up having to like. I ended up having a ditch straight away. I ended up hanging out with uh, Luke and Johnny and everybody mm-hmm. like that for oh, like, yeah. I want to say like a month and a half, a little bit longer than that. I can't mm-hmm. quite remember though. It was kind of hazy, but uh, yeah. yeah. Then it was, I think it was way longer in all honesty, but then we got back and um, worked the rest of it in Yosemite. Yeah. But uh, it was it was wild, man. Like um, when the forest fire kicked off, obviously, the park closed everybody had mm. to leave and they were putting certain people in evacuation shelters but i 
I'd ditched before they'd started <laughs> doing that. So, um, mm-hmm. but I get a call from my um, from my sponsors being like, "Yeah, you can't work in Yosemite anymore." And I was like, "Yeah, I realised that." And they're like, "Yeah, so mm-hmm. you've got to go to Arizona." And I'm like, "What?" They were like, "Yeah, we're just going to move you to another uh, another place in Arizona, and you can work uh, you can work over there." And I was like, "Nah, yeah, I have no way to get to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I've got no fucking money." Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna but, ask how yeah, that was, affected was, your your um, your sponsorship because uh, don't you you have yeah. to be working there? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the spot you have to be sponsored to work there, and it's um, it, it literally just amounted to filling out a um, survey every now and again, and them checking up on you. But uh, obviously, once I'd left, things got a little spotty. They'd stop sending us the surveys. They stopped keeping in contact with us. But for all I knew, mm. I was still sponsored, and then the day before I was due to finish work anyway in September, they, mm. they give us a call and they're just like, hey, yo, you're not allowed to legally work there anymore. We've cut your sponsorship. And I was like, mm, finish work a day early. It doesn't make much yeah. of a difference. <laughs> but yeah. Damn. That's insane. And when you came over, was there any anyone like also from the UK that were coming to Yosemite or to like other parks that you left with? Or was it kind of just like, all right, you're sponsored, you're our guy, we're going to send you over? Yeah, so it was like, there was plenty of, I'm sure there was plenty of people from yeah. universities all over the country going, because, I mean, it's a fairly common, um, it's a fairly common system. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. said yourself, you'd seen a few J, uh, J1s in uh, Yellowstone mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's definitely a fairly common program, but I didn't go with anybody personally, I just saw the opportunity and I was like, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Take it. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember... In in Yellowstone, I was talking to a couple J ones, and so you didn't know what job you were getting when you went in, right? Well, I, did I, they tell I, you? I signed up to just do like bitch work. I was just going to do yeah. dishwashing, and I was supposed yeah. to be at the Big Trees Lodge in Mawona, so oh, okay. like the one that's kind of out of the way of the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally expecting the most wholesome, just sitting in the woods on my days off kind of yeah. uh, job there. Unfortunately. Um, that would have sucked definitely <laughs> compared to what I got like that would yeah. have definitely sucked but yeah I am um, so basically I had no clue essentially I yeah. got there and then they just gave us a completely different job than what I interviewed for but uh yeah I don't mind man I, I think uh changing bed linens was a lot more uh fun than dishwashing at, yeah. the, at yeah. late at night shifts yeah, yeah. Sure. well we've mentioned it before that even even like as a u.s citizen you don't really know what job you're getting it could be like totally random you could sign up as like kitchen utility but you're dishwashing yeah. but it's even it's yeah. even a greater risk when you're coming from a different country and i was talking to some j1s in yellowstone who came from like romania and taiwan um yeah and because they had to like pay so much to get the sponsored and get the visa and get there and they were contracted to work all this time they had to work all this time and so they really didn't have a choice they got there paid all this money and then you're stuck there with whatever job you have yeah um, and it, yeah pull like a, i mean like a i think i was kind of lucky on that front yeah yeah um, mostly just because I, i'd saved up for it you know like I'd, mm-hmm. I'd had a decent job before that and once my contract was up there i, I had a a good enough amount of money where I could kind of float myself while yeah. I was there if anything went wrong. So 
I was kind of in a lucky position, but I can't imagine, man, going over there yeah. and just being fucked. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> I wonder happens. if it's like, I wonder, like you said, I wonder if it's different from country to country, too, because I know, obviously, uh, like the UK, you, you had that ability to, to kind of just say, all right, I'm going to distance myself. I'm going to do what I need to do mm. after the forest fire. But then, like you just said, with the uh, yeah. people from Taiwan and Romania, they yeah. had to get stuck there yeah and i'm guarantee you if they had that option where it's like okay you're not working in yosemite anymore you're mm-hmm. going to arizona they would have to go they would have to yeah. and find a way to get yeah. there no That's most crazy. definitely most definitely i mean i as i said having just a little bit of money saved up and mm-hmm. being able to like not be completely destitute while i was bumming around california yeah. for a while made for some like really good experiences that mm. otherwise i would have spent working in a country club in arizona which yeah no i can i can <laughs> tell you for sure which one sounds better than me seriously and mm. i mean it, that goes back to like that the main point of a lot of the things that we've talked about is just the people really the people are the best part of the party yeah being able to almost oh, definitely man Mm-hmm. And I mean, like for for you, once you first got in there, just as someone who like came over alone, even from a different country, obviously it was probably like a little bit intimidating. But like, how did that? How yeah. did that first day go? How'd you go about like meeting people and and really jumping into the whole uh, Yosemite culture? Well, it was kind of weird, in all honesty. Like, uh, as I, as you said, I didn't come there with anybody, so mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I got to San Francisco, and I had like the next day was all just traveling to yeah. get there, and. It was weird, man. I was just kind of sitting there on a bus all day, like, seeing the scenes go by and, like, getting kind of nervous as I got there because, I mean, I had no clue what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got there, it was, it was like, 8 p.m. Everything was shut. Nobody was around. <laughs> I had no, like, I'd gotten a call from the from the front desk or whatever saying, like, hey, just come to the um, come to this place and mm-hmm. everything, and we'll sort you out, get you an accommodation and everything. And... That place was closed. It was gone. The directions, <laughs> oh, like, it was a fucking bunk. So, like, oh, I was God. just kind of wandering around for ages in the dark <laughs> until I saw, like, the, um, uh, I saw the village store and I was mm-hmm. like, lights, I'm going there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I ended up literally just talking to some random person working, uh, stacking shelves at the time. And I was just mm-hmm. like, yo, do you know who this guy is? And it was, oh, what's his name? John Ellis, I think it was. Oh, the, yeah. The yeah. guy who yeah. was. He used to patrol around the camp. Well, um, he was the guy who sorted, sorted us into housing. And because of that, I ended up meeting the Scottish guy who I was getting bunked with. Okay. So I spent the next couple uh, day or so with him, just wandering around, getting used to the area. And then we went to Huff one night out of curiosity because everybody kept mentioning it. And that was the night I met you, except you were completely blackout drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Met you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah dude it was funny as fuck you have the, you have the my, my strongest on? memories of Josh are him wearing like overalls yeah yeah <laughs> no way that's how I met like 90% yeah, of seriously. people and Josh, like hey I remember I'd be up at the CC and like Josh would just kick open the door and I'm like alright I don't know him I don't know him I don't know him <laughs> nah it was so funny yeah dude, dude it was funny as fuck yeah. Yeah, I was Josh literally was. just wandering around randomly mm-hmm. and like well over by curry boulders mm-hmm. and um fuck this girl Kayla she, she was just we ended up talking to her somehow, me and me and uh, Kath, the Scottish guy, mm-hmm. we were talking to her, and she was just like, you want to come Boulder? Kath probably mentioned climbing at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, we went over, and there was Luke fucking half-cocked with, like, 
fancy shades on wearing a Hawaiian shirt sloshing around everywhere <laughs> trying to fucking climb in trainers and shit and then Josh wearing his frigging cowboy overalls mm-hmm. in, the, in the straw hat <laughs> so that was that was pretty much like acclimating myself mm-hmm. to the place that's like, culture shock right like, there oh, so this is what I'm in yeah, this is California <laughs> No, for real. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Nate. Uh, Kayla, Kayla was from Alaska. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, it, it's so crazy. You just mm-hmm. have people coming from like all ends of the country and everywhere else. Yeah, just, most definitely, yeah. dude. Like I was working with people from Poland and Romania, like mm-hmm. fairly close by. In all honesty, to England, but I didn't. I'd never really met people from mm. anywhere else. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of wild. And we and we always say like that everyone kind of has like that same kind of sense to them where. Like they're very welcoming. Um, they they kind of like involve you into whatever that they're doing. So like, yeah, it's so hard not to meet people on that first night, especially like over near the boulders and like the CC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. I mean, I because I, I was I was definitely worried about it before going there. I was like, fuck, dude, how am I gonna like interact with people and like mm-hmm. for real. Completely new country and all that crap, but as I say, it, I didn't even have to try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just ended up happening, and then that's what I kind of loved about Yosemite and like the vibe there because mm-hmm. you walk around and you see people let you know it's like a small town and just be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And yeah. you just end up getting into some shit for the rest of the day. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's how it, was it works. Great experience, man. I know, and that's crazy because here we are, like three years later or four years later. Dude, is crazy. it three? I don't know. Is it three? What year three, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's three. Just under okay, three. Yeah, yeah. It seems like four. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So what yeah, was dude. your, what what's your like favorite memory from Yosemite? What was like the, what's like when Top you're looking one. back, like, um, what was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Like, this is rad. Chef bitch in the overall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides that, because obviously that's the number one. Um, <laughs> well, that you hold like special real estate in the back of my mind permanently now. <laughs> yeah. Five days I look at the sun and I think, <laughs> Chef bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's how but yeah, it's fucking. It's hard to pick one. In all mm. honesty, I mean, because it was like so much shit packed into such a yeah. small amount of time. So like, fuck, dude. Probably, honestly, when I was getting to travel around California, like, mm-hmm. it was kind of spooky because as much as I had savings, there wasn't a lot and none of us really had much money. Mm-hmm. We didn't have anywhere definitive to stay. But, like, yeah. some of the wildest fucking coolest shit happened over that time. Like, getting to explore part of California, I really never thought I would get to because, you know, I was working in uh, Yosemite, so... Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be there the whole time and then go home and have that good experience. But there was so much more to it that came from just getting to travel around with everybody. And I mean, it was kind of like that because the whole time it was just that um, I got to have that classic American road trip experience. That like I'd I'd grown up with those kind of movies as a Mm. kid. So it was it was definitely that. I mean, a little bit different, like dodging a dodging a fire and like all this stuff and like being almost it homeless but a little bit of drama of the situation <laughs> but very, i mean I, it's funny because a lot of people that were in that kind of caravan um said that that was one of their favorite parts was just kind of you're you're at the mercy of like the road and you just you don't know where you're going to go next but that's it's all part of the journey yeah yeah, yeah definitely man damn what was like a day-to-day like i, I feel like we talked about ro- like mm-hmm. van life and, and being on the road a decent amount but like what was like your day-to-day like one day in the life of like uh just chilling in california fuck dude it was literally you 
when we left, it was like late at night. We ended up crashing, um, crashing at uh, my friend Grace's place. Mm-hmm. We ended up crashing at her parents' place at mm-hmm. night. And then by the time we're going to some kind of routine, we're already in San Luis Obispo, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we were staying at Grace's university house, college yeah. house, I'm sorry. Yep. And, uh, Shit was like a fucking movie star's mansion, dude. It was like up on a hill. You had the big bay windows that you could see everything out of. It was crazy. So like day to day, it was mostly just lounging around on the couch and then driving around the city, just mm. doing shit, going to thrift stores. Like shout out Grace shit, Barber shout and out her Grace house. Barber. Shout yeah. out Grace Barber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shout out Grace Barber. Man. <laughs> Such a fucking good experience. Being mm. it, like that was, I think, probably some of the best bits about it was just like having people who were willing to put you up i've like i've not experienced that kind of hospitality anywhere before mm-hmm. californians like, man they're cool yeah they're yeah cool. for sure dude like but yeah it was literally just we would have just been like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly same in england dude it mm-hmm. was like what no there's a good forest over there camp there yeah <laughs> but like yeah. yeah honestly so much good hospitality there and like day to day was literally just you get up in the afternoon make some breakfast or go out for donuts and then like hey do you want to go to the beach yeah fuck it let's go to the beach get drunk at the beach yeah <laughs> why not <laughs> i love it living the life mm-hmm. yeah um, dude it was something else yeah so so what if you were if you were to talk to someone who is um looking at they're living in whatever country except for the united states um, yeah. and they're, they're thinking about going abroad and doing some sort of like work in a national park type gig. What would you, what would you give any advice? Mm. Honestly, I just say like, don't be as nervous as you think you're going to mm. be like the, as long as you take the effort and like talk to a few people, you'll have the time of your life, mm. especially if you're going to America, man, obviously like. I don't know what the rest of the country's like. I had long conversations with Liam about how much like England, Massachusetts oh is, God. but uh, yeah. mm-hmm. like if you're in California or if you're in the West Coast, like just fucking talk to people. Go for yeah. a walk. You'll find something to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Really? Like exactly. I'd recommend going to the West Coast, though, definitely for the mm-hmm. hospitality, mm-hmm. If, if nothing else. Another great spot That's is, true. is up near like Montana and. Yep. and like they're they're really chilled yeah. too, but yeah. New England's tough. I mean, like mm-hmm. there's definitely perks being over here. Like we got Acadia too, but it's just it's such a fast paced culture. I mean, it's the same in England. Mm-hmm. Everyone just puts their head down and gets to work, and and that's why like yeah. Yosemite even for us was like a crazy culture yeah. shock. It's like oh my god, like these people actually like. We'll just sit and do nothing for two hours. <laughs> yeah, so dope. Wait, people know how to drive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, for real man like massive culture shock mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I'm, I'm not surprised that it was just the same for you guys in all honesty I mean I kind of learned that while I was over there everybody was saying like oh yeah the rest of the country nothing like this it's all yeah it's all very different yeah. every um, yeah you wait you said you were you said you were trying to come back to the United States yeah man I mean if I can uh, it'll be mm-hmm. sort of on temporary basis coming to meet people yeah. and like just yeah. going for short trips because there's no I'm I'm not a student anymore. I'm mm-hmm. uh, so there's no more J1 visas. You get it like a one chance to do it. So uh, yeah. the only way I could come over is like trying to do citizenship stuff. And yeah, gotcha. I was gonna ask if you do like, it again, but uh, if I could, definitely. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's 
as I say, the only way to do it now is sort of going through the whole citizenship thing, living there for three years and yeah. getting a job over there. And it's kind of... That's a process. I, I like the healthcare system. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and but if, yeah. If you um, had to do it again, Dan, like, would you go to Yosemite again or would you try a different park? Or even not a park at all? Oh, I feel like I'd have to go to Yosemite again, at least for mm-hmm. a little bit. Like... But then again, there's other places I want to visit. I just feel like if I'd be going back, I'd be going back for that experience of like having wild times with like complete strangers, getting to know people. Like yeah. that's what I really enjoyed, as you said earlier, man. It's, it's about the people. So like, I could go to Yellowstone. I really want to try that because it looks like a beautiful place. But again, mm. I have no idea what the vibes like there. Yeah. It's different. Um, I were I worked there the summer after and. It was weird coming from Yosemite where everyone's like in your face, kind of crazy and like running around. Um, everything's very calm there. It's a lot yeah. more like, okay, let's chill, have a hike or like mm. go do whatever. It's a lot less like, all right, we're going to go like zip lining today. Are you in? Like we're going to go, we're going <laughs> to go swing on half. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, fuck yeah you want to go in you want to go and send three pitches real quick yeah before lunch yeah <laughs> that's literally what it'd be like i would i would get asked like some dude came up to me and it was like it was like getting dark it was like seven or eight and he's like oh yeah i'm gonna go do like like three pitches of something and it was just like some yeah, yeah just like some random dude and it was like there's a lot of trust involved in climbing <laughs> Especially yeah, exactly. But I had the exact same experience. Mm-hmm. There was this kid who used to float around Huff every now and again. Like he'd be there and then he'd disappear. I think his name was like Mason or some shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Real small, but he just used to fucking send yep. shit all of yeah. the time. And he randomly came up to us and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do uh, Washington Column. You can ca- you can carry the water. I'll carry everything else. I just <laughs> need I just need a partner to go and do it." I was like, "I've never fucking." Yeah, he was cool. I was like, fuck, I just need someone to go. Yeah. It was what? Oh, shit. Rut row. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. Zoom meeting ended. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a segue. I think we'll close this (laughs) off. So, so Dan, um, do you have anything, anything you want to say, anything you want to plug? Uh, any any final thoughts you have on um, on the topic of going to national parks from a different country? Yeah, man. I mean, if you if you've got the opportunity to go, take it. Like, don't mm-hmm. hesitate. Just do it. Like, it may seem scary at first, but it's it's it'll change your perspective on the world. I think. I mean, you've got to go out and experience stuff, I guess. But definitely, definitely do it. Um, but yeah, uh, anything to plug, I guess. Uh, Space Goo on uh, Instagram. Go and yeah. check that out. Go follow Space Goo. Space and doodles. And awesome, I might be a professional one day. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. It's be I worth millions it. one day. Get that. Get those NFTs locked in. Seriously. You'll be good. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Selling digital lot to rich people. Yep, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Dan, well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been the um, Park Rats Podcast with Josh and Matt and, and Dan and, and, and Space Goo, <laughs> Space Goo Incorporated. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, um, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Oh, actually. Whoa. Peace whoa. out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <it's> sick. <laughs>